0: We can all listen to the sunny side of sports. Great show, bro. This is Sunny Side of Sports. Right here on the Voice of America. Voice of America. Sporty greetings, Voice of America listeners, and happy Friday. This is VOA Sonny Young in Washington. Welcome to the February 23rd edition of the Sunny Side of Sports. The Voice of America is once again a proud broadcasting partner of the Men's Basketball Africa League, or BAL, which tips off its fourth season in just over two weeks on March 9th in Pretoria, South Africa. The inaugural Kalahari Conference group phase games will take place at the Sunbet Arena in Pretoria. The arena has a seating capacity of about 8,500, and I have fond memories of being in the arena six years ago. The Voice of America sent me to South Africa to cover the NBA Africa game 2018. Now, two of the big dignitaries sitting courtside in the Sunbet Arena for that game, and I do mean big, were Hall of Fame basketball players Dikembe Mutombo and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I did a short interview with Kareem before the game, and I can honestly say I've never held a microphone higher. I had to stretch up to get Kareem's thoughts Two giants of basketball, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Dikembe Mutombo. But let's get back to the Kalahari Conference Games in Pretoria. Four teams will compete in Pretoria. Cape Town Tigers of South Africa, Dynamo Basketball Club of Burundi, FUS Rabat Basketball Club of Morocco, and Petro de Luanda of Angola. Petro will play FUS Rabat in the BAL season opening game on March 9th. The Kalahari Conference games will go through March 17th, and then the BAL will stage games in Egypt in April, in Senegal in May, and the BAL playoffs and finals will be held from May 24th to June 1st in Kigali, Rwanda. The Basketball Africa League is a partnership between the International Basketball Federation, FIBA, and the National Basketball Association, the NBA. In NBA action Thursday night, the league-leading Boston Celtics beat the host, Chicago Bulls. It was the seventh win in a row for the Celtics, as we hear now from the AP's David Schuster. Derek White scored a game-high 28 points as the Celtics defeated the Bulls 129-112.
1: I got good looks. Um, I think my first like three or four threes were wide open, so um, you get good looks like that. Uh, the basket starts getting a little bigger, and then um just try to
2: just to roll off of that
0: Whitehead had plenty of help as jason tatum chipped in with 25 points and jalen brown had 21 trailing by three at the half boston outscored the bulls 37 21 in the third quarter and coasted to their seventh straight victory nikola vucevic had 22 points for the bulls in the third they really you know took it to us and they didn't really respond well especially here we missed some shots early on in the third and you know they made some we kind of you know um got down on ourselves, and we were able to get back into the game. David Schuster, Chicago. Thanks, David. From Chicago, let's go to Philadelphia, where the New York Knicks posted their 34th win of the NBA season. The AP's Michael Luongo reports from Philadelphia. A hot shooting first half propelled the Knicks to a 110 96 win over the
2: 76ers. New York took the lead for good in the first quarter thanks to a 13 nothing run. They shot 62% in the second quarter to open a 26 point lead, keep by three straight three point baskets by Boyang Bogdanovich, who came off the bench to lead the Knicks with 22.
1: It's always, always fun when, when you and your team play well. So as long as, as long as we are winning the game, we will have, we'll have fun, all of us.
2: Jalen Brunson added 21. Tyrese Maxey had a game-high 35 for the Sixers. Michael Luongo, Philadelphia. Thanks,
0: Michael. From Philadelphia, let's go to Dallas, Texas, where the hometown Mavericks, like the Celtics, won their seventh game in a row. The AP's Bob Stevens reports from Dallas.
2: Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving combined for 70 points as the Dallas Mavericks won their seven straight, defeating the Phoenix Suns
0: 123-113. to Luka had 41 points, was one rebound short of a triple-double, while Irving finished with 29. The Mavs trailed by 3 at halftime, but went on a 16-0 run to start the 3rd and never looked back. Dallas coach Jason Kidd says the team persevered to get the important win.
1: We were on a roll, and then the, we go on a break, and sometimes you can come out flat, but I thought the guys did a great job tonight.
0: Devin Booker led the Suns with
2: 35 points while Kevin Durant added 23. Bob Stevens, Dallas.
0: Thanks, Bob. From Dallas, let's go to Denver, Colorado, where the defending NBA champion Denver Nuggets cruised to an easy victory over the Washington Wizards. The Nuggets were once again led by two-time NBA MVP Nikola Jokic, as we hear now from the AP's Bruce Morton the nuggets were in control from start to finish destroying washington 130 to 110 nikola jokic registered a triple double and said this was a great way to come out of the all-star break it was a uh, defense was great first half uh, we felt a little bit winded like we felt like uh, out of uh... Uh, Condition, But I think we pushed the pace uh, and uh, we kind of break that and then after we were feeling good. With 21 points, 19 rebounds and 15 assists, Jokic now has a triple-double against every Nugget opponent. The math isn't so good for the Wizards, who have lost nine in a row. Bruce Morton, Denver. Thanks, Bruce. From Denver, let's go to Oklahoma City. In a matchup between two of the top teams in the NBA's Western Conference, the Oklahoma City Thunder storm past the Los Angeles Clippers the AP's Chuck Freeman reports Shea gilgis alexander scored 31 points and the Thunder beat the Clippers 129-107 I think that was one of our like focal points going into the game was just you know trying to trying to kind of come out of the break and and just play really hard, and I thought we were able to do that. Lou Dort at 19, Jalen Williams had 18. It was a tight game at the half. The Thunder had a two-point lead, but then they began to heat up in the third quarter. That's where the Thunder hit 71% of their shots to take a 13-point lead, led by as many as 19 in the fourth quarter as the Clippers began to pull their starters. Kawhi Leonard scored 20 for the Clippers. I'm Chuck Freeman. Sporty Greetings. This is Masai Ujiri, the president of Toronto Raptors Basketball, president of Giants of Africa Foundation. You are listening to the sunny side of sports on the Voice of America.
1: Want to relax, unwind, or charge up? Then listen to Music Time in Africa this weekend. It'll do all that for you and more. I'm Heather Maxwell. I know good music. And Africa is my passion. Join me every Saturday and Sunday for one hour of commercial-free Pan-African music of the highest caliber. You get great music, music news, and amazing artist interviews from rising stars to superstars. This listen will take you places, so do it. Join me for Music Time in Africa, your weekend destination.
0: And your sporty destination is right here on the sunny side of sports. Marathon world record holder Kelvin Kiptum was buried Friday in his hometown of Chepkorio in western Kenya. Kiptum was killed February 11th along with his Rwandan coach Gervais Hakizimana in a car crash. Mourners remembered Kiptum as a humble, talented, and hard-working athlete. VOA's Nairobi Bureau Chief Mary Amajalo has this report.
1: Family members, friends, top dignitaries and thousands of others showed up Friday to say farewell and pay a final tribute to Kelvin Kiptum. Kenya's president, William Ruto, was among the speakers.
0: In Kelvin, we saw the future of athletics in Kenya. And Kelvin has stood out
1: not just as a great athlete, but more importantly, as a good puzzle. He was ambitious, disciplined, and focused. Kiptum, who was just 24 when he died, touched many, including Brian Chebby, a resident of the runner's home, El Gayo Maraquet County. Chebby spoke to VOA after signing Kiptum's condolence book for Athletics Kenya, the country's sports governing body. Kelvin Kiptum is a guy of capabilities. Running was his passion actually, so he motivated us. That's why when he passed, he passed away, it was a great pain for us, so we can't just send him off that way. So I had to come and represent the rest of my colleagues. Other messages in the book range from rest well champ to the greats never die. They live in us and keep us going. Kiptum accomplished much in his short life, including setting a world record marathon time of two hours, 35 seconds in Chicago last October, beating the previous record holder, Kenya's Ilyud Kipchoge. Earlier on social media, Kipchoge said he was deeply saddened by the sudden death of an athlete who had a whole life ahead of him to accomplish incredible greatness. That feeling was echoed by one of Kenya's fastest sprinters, Ferdinand Amanyala, who told VOA the world lost the Kiptam too soon. I was so touched by what happened because I can relate. I can relate that, you know, Um, how ambitious athletes are when they start doing professional athletics and how many goals they've set for themselves. So that was a very tragic thing that happened. It's important for young people to know that for an athlete, rising to the top can be a Herculean task, he said. It's a lot of work because it took me five years to run under 10 seconds. So that's five years of consistent training, discipline, hard work, and a lot of challenges in between. So it's not an easy thing (laughs) to rise to the top and be among the top in the world. Paul Tweetoik is the chair of Athletics Kenya University Division. The whole athletics family is definitely devastated. And all our top athletes are mourning, including our top marathoners. Of course, Kenyans were waiting to see what will happen at the Paris Olympics. Tuitoy told VOA he was hoping Team Kenya with top athletes such as Kiptum, Kipchoge, Amanyala and others would scoop a few medals at the upcoming Summer Olympics in Paris. Meanwhile, he said the world can participate in shaping the legacy of Kiptum.
0: I feel the family. In conjunction with the government and Athletics Kenya, can actually work on this so that they can create a legacy for him so that he can be remembered because he has already put marathon
2: running in the world in another level.
1: And Kiptum was hoping to do even better by becoming the first human to run a full marathon in under two hours. He was an only child and leaves behind two children and a widow. Who, in tears, said that Kiptum was the love of her life and was the best husband and father to their two children. She said he will be missed. Maria Magallo, VOA News, Nairobi. Hi, guys. I'm Ferdinand Omanyala, the fastest man in Africa, African 100 meter record holder. And now you're listening to Sunny Side of Sports on The Voice of America.
0: Around the clock, the Voice of America keeps you in touch with the latest news. Tune in at the top of every hour, every day of the week. For the 5-Minute VOA Newscast.
1: We bring you reports from our correspondents and interviews with newsmakers from around the globe.
0: Give us 5 minutes and we'll give you the world. VOA, your trusted source for news and information. Joining us once again on the sunny side of sports is my VOA colleague, Muck Bill Sporty greetings, Muck Bill. Sporty greetings, Sunny. What's going on? Muck Bill, the NBA back on the court after a one week all star break. 12 NBA games on Thursday night in San Francisco, California. The Golden State Warriors posted a 128 to 110 victory over the Los Angeles Lakers. I took a look at the box score. Muck Bill superstar LeBron James sat out uh, that game with a sore left ankle. And it, it kind of reminded me of our conversation about Lionel Messi on Thursday that, you know, I think th- the Lakers are going to have to manage LeBron's minutes. As we, you know, wind down this NBA season.
2: Yeah, you know, uh, interestingly enough, uh, LeBron in, you know, regular terms is a relatively younger man. Uh, but in basketball terms, he's very old. A lot, so. of, lot of miles. A lot, I, lot, I think he said, I got a lot of miles on my tires. Oh, ab- the way he put ab- it. absolutely, man. <laughs> 20 plus years playing at the highest level. Uh, he has, you know, literally played just as long as he's, you know, like... M- just about half his life uh, professional uh, basketball. So uh, I think, yeah, the Lakers are definitely trying to be very mindful of how they they utilize LeBron this season. Um, But, yeah, when you look at a team like the uh, Golden State Warriors, still uh, a potential... What would I call them? I'd say a rival team for LeBron um, in his past. Uh, This is a team that knows him and the teams that he's played for very well. Uh, It's always nice to see when they match up against each other. Uh, But without LeBron, this Lakers team kind of really didn't get their footing in the game. If you just look at, like we said, the box score, uh, Anthony Davis went off for 27 points. Uh D'Angelo Russell has been playing relatively well for the Lakers. He he added 18 to them. But outside of that, it wasn't really much offense. Uh Golden State had um Curry go off for 32. Uh Andrew Wiggins added 20, and Kaminga had 12.
0: Gotta gotta give a shout out for Kaminga uh from from the Democratic Republic of Congo. Uh one of I think he's one of the young stars coming up in the NBA, Muck Bill. Uh, checking checking out his stats, he's averaging 15 points and five rebounds a game right now. Only 21 years of age, and uh, yeah, he he's kind of also edged out uh, the uh, that other player for the who am I thinking for of Clay Clay Thompson yep, yep. Clay Clay not getting as many minutes now.
2: Yeah, I mean when you look at it, they're kind of like uh, I'd say relatively similar. Build maybe Kaminga's just a little bigger, but they're around the same height. They're both six okay. seven. Kaminga's two twenty five, uh, younger as we mentioned. He was picked up in the first round, uh, I believe pick seven. Um, what was it a twenty twenty one draft? Um, and this was a player that the Golden State Warriors wanted to develop, um, you know, alongside the Stephs and the Clays and the Dre uh, so that he could, you know, potentially be leading this team moving forward for the younger cast. And, you know, to be honest with you, uh, Coach Steve Kerr, give him give him credit because it's not easy uh, shifting away from a Klay Thompson to somebody right. of that caliber. An established player Established like that. player, champion, four-time champ, you know, it's... It's very difficult to do hard moves like that, but when it's for the betterment of the team moving forward, uh, and when you have a talent like Kaminga, uh, it's amazing that he's able to get this shot and not have to leave a championship pedigree team and organization like the Golden State Warriors to really get a shot. So, yeah, shout out to Kaminga. He's been playing very well, as you've mentioned, um, and yeah, the the Warriors are they're rolling right now, man. They're they're starting to you know. Uh, th- this is their second win right now. They are, I believe, 8-2 and two in their last 10 games. So in that 10th slot at that very last spot for that play-in position. So uh, they're right, uh, uh, right up under the Lakers um, behind them by two games. So it'll be interesting to see how this continues.
0: Muckbill in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. The Thunder score a big win over the Los Angeles Clippers. As I mentioned, this was a matchup of two of the top teams in the Western Conference. And uh, that player that we, we've been talking about a lot this year, Shea Gilgis Alexander for Oklahoma City, uh, 31 points, four rebounds, eight assists. And I'm, I'm also thinking ahead to the uh, Paris Olympics, Muck Bill. I got to believe SGA is going to be on Team USA.
2: Oh, so interestingly enough, SGA, I believe he's a uh, he's, – uh... Is he a dual citizen? Can he play for you because he's Canadian? I know he's Canadian. Uh, I know he's Canadian-born.
0: He, okay, so yeah, maybe he yeah, won't be playing yeah, for Team yeah, USA. Yeah, yeah.
2: I, I think he'll be playing for the for the Canadian side. Um, he was on the Canadian side. You're uh, right. Yeah, he, he represents yeah, Canada. Yeah, he played with internationally. Canada. Yeah, he played with Canada this past year um, yep. in the. Uh, what was it in F- F- the, FIBA. the FIBA World yeah, Cup for FIBA but all right so team USA will have to yeah, watch yeah, him watch yeah, him yeah, closely you got to watch him man <laughs> and then like i believe Jamal Murray uh was not i, I don't think he was it wasn't about his health. I think he just wanted to take time off because the Nuggets had won uh, the championship. Okay. So he was okay. kind of, you know, him and Jokic both opted not to play, but I believe that he should be playing as well. So the Canada team's got a strong team, and they yeah. got Dylan Brooks as well. Um, um, Shea's teammate Dort, I believe, also is Canadian. So they got a nice little core, uh, but... I do know the U S team is going to come out swinging. The heavyweights are coming out. <laughs> the big boys are going to be there. Like anyone that's everyone that is going to be available for team USA. I can't see how they don't.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, don't. I think, I mean, if they do get LeBron and Duran
2: and Steph together, wow, they, they they're not going to settle for bronze or silver. I, you see, the thing about the U S team is it's, the level of domination that they've been doing in this sport in particular in basketball is that when you get on that podium, if it's anything but gold, you can see the the looks on their faces. They're never, they're, they're, they're never happy to be able to see anything like that. So I, I love the fact that, you know, they are not going to settle for anything outside of gold. Getting back to the thunder muck bill. Uh,
0: now they're only one game behind the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves in the Western conference can the thunder possibly make it to the NBA Finals this year
2: i i don't see i don't see why not uh this is a younger team um, sometimes we tend to look at uh inexperience in the playoffs uh being a huge thing uh, but I believe nowadays if you have a leader like a Shea right who is young but you know two time all star now um he was an all-star starter this year, you know, so it shows that, you know, he's rising in the ranks uh, amongst his peers even. And he's so poised, Sonny. He's so relaxed. Mm. He doesn't let you change the tempo of his game. His game is relatively smooth and slower, you know, which I like because you can't get him off of his game. So when you have somebody like that leading the troops, uh, I think um, this is a very good collective young team with young legs uh and in the playoffs you're going to need that so if they go up against some veteran teams uh, if we looked at it right now they'd probably go up against the suns if everything stayed as is um and and that is a tall task because nobody wants to see Kevin Durant, Devin Booker or Bradley Beal. Yeah. That's a potent lineup. By themselves even, but together <laughs> in yeah. the playoffs. But but I think this team plays really, really good defense as well, and they play as a unit. Um, so they're going to be very difficult to beat. So uh, I'm, I'm keeping my eyes on, uh, on the Minnesota Timberwolves and OKC to kind of show us that even though they may be young, uh, that they can they can do what it they they can uh, be able to make it far into the playoffs.
0: The Clippers right in the thick of it, Muck. Bill, they're only two and a half games behind. Uh, the Nuggets also only two and a half games behind. They crushed the Wizards. Uh, Jokic, you know, he's not slowing down. I think I uh, we heard that report that he's now posted a triple double against every opponent
2: Denver has played this season. Like, what what does that even mean? It's like sometimes when you just hear Jokic's stats, it's just like it's because, you know, a lot of people love to say, um, you know, let's look at the eye test. Right. So the eye test, when you look at Jokic, doesn't really look like your typical basketball player. Right. A ton of players or a ton of casual fans watching the game that don't really analyze would look at Jokic and not even maybe put him top five, you know? They they would probably say, Yeah, he's great in this system, but he does but the stuff that he does, the IQ that he has, the intangibles, um, and the fact that you just similar to SGA, you can't really change the pace of his game. Right. Right? which is amazing. Very you know? m- very methodical, methodical. but, but, he, but he's, he's thinking two and three plays ahead. Right, and you watched uh, just last year when the Lakers played them and Denver was able to knock them out. You got a guy like Anthony Davis, one of the best defenders as a big man mm. in the NBA, potential defensive player of the year. Whenever he plays, he shot blocks, he guards well, he's agile, he has long arms. And he really couldn't do anything against Yoke. Yoke was really just doing whatever he wanted out there. So that shows you the level of like where he's at from a, you know offensive standpoint. Because he can score 30, but it's more dangerous that he can get everyone else involved. And his passing pedigree is amazing as well. So uh, look to see this team, especially if they're able to just kind of cruise in the middle of the pack until it's playoff time. Nobody wants to see the Denver Nuggets. The two hottest teams in the
0: NBA right now, Muckbill, are the NBA-leading Celtics and the Dallas Mavericks. They've each won uh, seven games in a row. The Mavericks, uh, right now, they're in the sixth position in the Western Conference,
2: but I think that's a team we got to watch as the season winds down. Absolutely. You know, when, when you play a team like the, uh, the Phoenix Suns and you're able to beat them, you know, uh, By 10, it's not even like the game was as close as they may have liked it. Uh, Devin Booker went off for 35. Kevin Durant put up 23. Uh, I don't believe Bradley Beal played. Uh, Yeah, he was inactive for the game. Uh, But when you look at Kyrie and uh, Luka Doncic, uh, Luka went off for 41 and 11 assists, 9 rebounds, just 1 rebound short of a triple-double. And uh, Kyrie had 29 and five so you got two guys that can score the basketball the way that they do very efficient uh, scores it's going to be very difficult to uh, to beat them the problem uh, seems to me like Kyrie being able to to stay healthy Uh, he's been injury plagued uh, throughout his career honestly even before he came to the league um, when he was with Duke uh, he barely played a few a handful of games and then he was you know just went overall number one <laughs> in the draft <laughs> because they, they saw his potential. But I think uh, a player like Kyrie matched with Luka, both of them can go and get a bucket by themselves, but they can also get each other involved. They both know how to pass really well. They have good IQ and understand the game. And they have uh, the the right teammates around them. Uh, Timothy uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. Uh, put up 12. Uh, Washington had about 12 as well. So, you know, they they got a nice cast uh, around them as well that can, you know, help them, I I think, make a a decent push uh, in the playoffs if they're able to stay healthy.
0: Muckbill, with the Basketball Africa League getting ready
2: to uh, tip
0: off in a couple weeks on March 9th, Uh, kind of let's look back a little bit. I remember that interview you did with uh, Ruben Chinyelu uh from Nigeria and he's now playing uh for Washington State and I'm checking out his stats right now uh not really great stats but he's averaging uh 5 points a game for his for Washington State. He's only a freshman and I got to believe uh his stats are going to get better uh as he gains more experience but also do you see a player like Chinelu
2: McBill being being the ones that the BAL has to develop to get to the NBA. Absolutely. Uh, I couldn't have said it better, honestly, Sonny. I think uh, a player like Shinyelu is the type of player that the Basketball Africa League needs to continue to elevate. He was one of the Basketball Africa League BAL Elevate players. Um, And I think... With the new infrastructure that they're trying to build there, we're going to start seeing development on the continent start even earlier, right? Mm. I I can expect to see in the next few years uh, academies similar to soccer academies that happen in Europe and in some parts of Africa already to be uh, on the continent as well. So you can start getting these younger players at age 10, 11, 12, getting comfortable with the fundamentals of the game. And then from there, you know, helping them uh, move forward because some of the players just have raw talent, but they pick them up so late that it, it's kind of like they're working backwards. But if if they had the, uh, you know, the touch and the feel and the the understanding of the game really early, once they fill out and become 6'9", six, 6'10", six, right. right? At right. age 15 or 16, and with the footwork and everything, they're already ready to go. So I definitely expect to see him uh, play a lot better. Like you mentioned, he's only a freshman. Um, and there's also some players that will continually keep getting better in college and their game will be better in the pros as well because he has those intangibles. So I, I, I'm i definitely looking forward to seeing his development. And
0: I would like to see him stay at least uh, hopefully three, hopefully three, maybe four years, Yeah, you know, get his education. Right. And then, uh, yeah, see where he goes from there. Absolutely. But finally, Muckbill, uh, the games uh, in Pretoria will be played at the Sunbet Arena. Uh, I have been inside. It's a beautiful arena. Uh, The NBA Africa game 2018 was held there. Uh, What would
2: you like to see in Pretoria in terms of basketball quality? I think for me, it's like, you know, South Africa has been already uh, one of the the best uh, infrastructures for basketball on the continent. It's very nice to see that the BAL has gone there now. It's going to be their fourth destination. Um, And uh, I'm thinking to myself that this is the beginning of something really great. I'm expecting to see that this conference is going to be you know just as good as all the other ones great teams already set up and play so i'm just all all, all excited for season four bal to kick off i'm excited too muck bill thank you
0: muck bill my producer and a sports reporter this evening thanks muck bill thanks also to voa engineer keila williams and thank you I it. for tuning in have a nice weekend everyone I'm VOA's Sonny Young in Washington, and that's the sunny side of sports.